and welcome to the Marcus Cope Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Marcus Cope. Welcome back to another episode today. I'm joined by Taylor Stone, who is a strength and conditioning coach. I reached out to him recently, having never met him. We share a lot in common in the fitness industry. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Marcus Cope Fitness Podcast, Taylor. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. It's good to be on. We officially haven't met in person, but we've just connected <laughs> um, through Instagram and the pathway through that. So it's been awesome to be able to network that way as well. So thank you again That's for it. jumping on. Um, how are you traveling at the moment? Yeah, I'm good. Like, like you said, I mean, connecting with guys like yourself online has been um, an awesome experience. I've actually probably done more online networking now in the past, you know, three or four months than I ever have. So, um, you know, through LinkedIn and, and then obviously Instagram as well, which has been, been great. So it's good to sort of meet other coaches, um, yeah. you know, going through the same stuff. But look, to be honest, it's, it's been a bit of a, I suppose you'd call it the bittersweet, um, you know, not, not working, you know, I guess uh, formally, but um, yeah. you know, doing a bit of online stuff and giving myself a lot of time to, learn about other things, do other things that I'd never be able to do, like, you know, producing more content or, you know, focus more on marketing, um, listen to more podcasts, you know, read more books and um, do a bit more of that stuff. I think that, you know, you get caught up within the, you know, the rat race, you know, not thinking about that sort of stuff. And then a whole year goes by and you haven't done any sort of personal development. So it's been good in a way. So haven't, it hasn't been all bad, but um, definitely had its challenges and I'm looking forward to going back to work. That's for sure. No, that's really good to hear. Have you tried anything new that you wouldn't have done before? Um, I wouldn't say anything particularly new. Well, actually, you know, this is new. I've, like I said, I've been reading. Um, and I, before this year, I hadn't read any books. Like, I, I mean, I, like, I actually love writing, but I don't like, I didn't, I didn't think I liked reading. And then um, I started reading, the first one I read was The Subtle Art of Not Giving a F. Is we swear on you or not? Well, yeah, so The Subtle Art of Not Giving a F, you know, you know what I'm talking yeah. about, that one enjoyed that you know skimmed through that and then obviously um, i know you would have probably heard of david goggins yep yep so read his book and then from there i was like i love this and i love um those inspirational stories so i think i've done four or five by now so five in a row so it's good i've got a little pile where i've i've completed and ones to complete so that's that's probably a big highlight yeah awesome i think it's a great time as well we've got a bit more time on our hands than we usually would so it's good to be able to hear people um reading as well so that's really good how about, how, about you, how about yourself? What have you, what have you, I think same again, reading I've, with training, I think it's been a big um, difference for me trying new exercises that I wouldn't normally do um, and just structuring it a little bit differently, see how the body pulls up. And um, yeah, it's been really good that way as well. But as I just said, I think like connecting with different coaches and a lot of zoom um, calls that I don't think I have had done too many before. So that's been really good. And then obviously this podcast too, getting in, this up and running as well. Um, yeah, that's been good for my learning too. So I think it's that's awesome. Important. That's so good. Awesome. I just want to start off with a bit of background on yourself, your journey in the industry. Um, yeah, well, look, it's been a bit of a funny one. Like I started, I, I mean, I didn't get into my you know career um, until I guess later on, like I'm only 26, but um, I started off, I finished school and I, I didn't, you know, didn't apply myself didn't know what I wanted to do. Got to year yep. 12. It was just, you know, a bit of a you know, party sesh gremlin. And, um, you know, lo- love going out as you do when you're 18. 
Um, and you know, I just got to, a, I was, I was working in this job and it was just a job. Like, you know, it was like, there was no progression. Um, yeah, it was getting, you know, good money, but like, it wasn't mentally, I knew I shouldn't be there. Um, and I needed something else. So, um, I just, one day I think I came home, I think we we're working away in the country and I hadn't seen anyone and I was over it. I, I was just sick of being in like a toxic environment. And I thought, you know what, there's got to be more to life than this and um i actually i had a chat with mom and we got onto box hill institute somehow um and i said you know what i'm i'm old enough now i was about 21 maybe 20 2021 and um i yeah basically went to box institute saw a fitness and sport development course and um you know i've been training since i was about 17 um you know doing weights and stuff and you know you make plenty of mistakes along the way but that's all part of the journey. So always love that. Always love my sport, um, playing footy and basketball. And I just thought, you know what, like, why can't I do something that I am actually passionate about? It's not a conventional job. Yeah. Um, I guess it's not, you know, being a doctor, a lawyer or a carpenter. Um, you know, why don't we just try this out and give it a whirl? And um, I risked it for the biscuit, as you would say, at 21. And um, yeah, didn't look back. I, I found I really loved it. Um, and because I was a bit older, I actually took in the classes and I probably yeah. did better than I ever thought I could. Um, and from there, I did, just did well at Box Institute. And from there, went on to do sports science at uh, Deakin. Yep. Um, and completed that about two years ago now. Yep. Um, and yeah, it's when I was in, when I got to the sports science part of it, I thought, oh, you know, here we go. I've, I've entered the, you know, the big leagues now. What yeah. have I done? You know, kind of, should I even be here? And, but um, no, it was, it was actually amazing. And I'm so, so glad I went and did it and um, challenged myself. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, and then from there, I've, I've, throughout that time, I was working as a PT um, with kids. So doing a yep. kids program. Um, you know, Sam Wood? The, yep. the, yeah. Yep. So I was working for his, he had a kids program. Um, yep. I happened to reach out to him for a, um, for a what do they call it, placement. Um, yep. And he gave me, gave me a placement at uh, running a kids sport development program. And then, Slowly from there, met some other people and progressed yeah. on and started working as a PT. And um, in the meantime, I've kind of done some work through uh, with Oakley Chargers as their strength and conditioning coach. Yep. Um, so I did two, two and a bit years there. Um, and yeah, I've done like there's been so many highlights. Like done, yeah. from there, went to the, the NAB um, draft combine. Um, uh, you know, got to meet amazing coaches through that and, um, you know, have some interns under me that I was able to to yeah. teach as well and um yeah just all around it's been a really good learning experience and sort of got to pinch yourself a little bit looking back at where i was when i was 21 compared yeah. to now it's um it's it's crazy but no it's been good and yeah, enjoyed it all yeah awesome and then currently you added well obviously gyms are sharp but are you working out of a gym yep so uh working out of a place called pulsate center in marambina yep. um i think we're about four years old Yep. Four years old. Um, and yeah, I just, uh, with two other guys originally and then some more trainers and we've just built, yep. um, you know, built up and, you know, we've got such a strong, amazing community down there. That, and we were actually in a, um, a meeting yesterday talking about what are our values and every trainer came back saying, um, you know, we value the community more than anything because one, you know, everyone knows each other's names, but two, every member feels like they're coming to a place that, you know, they're accepted or they can be themselves or, you know, everyone knows their name and just a little thing has gone a yeah. long way. And um, that's really been why the gym's been a huge success. 
Um, and yeah, so from there, I've, I've been doing a little bit of online stuff um, as well. Um, but yeah, generally just PT, general pop strength and conditioning and a yep. few athletes as well, mainly footy guys, just because that's where my background's been. Yeah. Um, but yeah, open to anything really. You run mainly, yeah, like PT, strength and conditioning, group classes at your gym? Yep. So PTs, one-on-ones, um, group classes, we do high intensity, boxing. Yeah strength and conditioning which is really good uh for the general pop as well because i actually get to learn like we we do it from the base up foundations first and then teach them all the basic movement patterns um it's yes it's generalized but we do run you know four week blocks um we focus on all areas of movement functionality injury prevention so it's good for i think clients uh to get educated as well because these are skills that you can take with you forever once you leave the gym and you actually know how to move um, you know, you're not going to hurt yourself. So that's, it's really good. That's awesome. Really good at that. This one I want to touch on and get your opinion on because um, I know a lot of people will be interested and listeners will get out of it as well. So we both have, well, all gyms, I suppose, have clients and members. Um, they obviously want to get back to the gym. Um, what's your take on gyms like not reopening at the moment? Yeah, look, it's a, it's a funny one. I think um, I agree with with them being closed for the sake of, you know, not having the virus around. I completely get that. And it probably has to be done as every other place has copped it um, in the same way. It would be devastating to go back to, to go back two steps from what we've already done. But at the same time with the gym and, you know, our gym, you know, I'm only speaking off our experience, you know, we, and and every gym's like this, you sanitize anyway, like um, all your equipment, you know, how many people are in and out of the door. You can control that. Um, So, I think, and I think with contact tracing, you know who your members are. Um, yeah. Rarely are you getting randoms. Like it's, it's quite a controlled environment. So I think, look, it, things, some things have to be done, but for the sake of mental health and for a sake of a place for people yeah. to go and escape their job or, you know, just have some time to themselves um, and be part of a community, I think it's taken a, a really big toll. So we'll get there eventually and we'll be back, but, you know, who knows how long just yet. Yeah, because even I was like listening to a few like people talk about like as in they come in, you might have the swabs, like you, you swipe in, you got your name, address, phone number, um, what time you're in, what time you're left. Um, you're yeah, there. we know what you've know what you've had for breakfast. Like it's yeah. there's 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 a million ways to control it. So yeah, I mean, hopefully we get to a point where you know they realise okay, this is it's good for the community of the city. Yeah, and and you know the whole country to have fitness. I mean, look at obesity, diabetes, yeah. metabolic syndrome—all these things that, um, you know, they're they're the the comorbidities or the the co reasons why people are getting struck with COVID and yeah. and going downhill. So, what are we trying to do here? Are we trying to prevent, or yeah. are we trying to just react to the issue? So, I think preventing it long term would mean taking away those other issues, and hopefully, less people would die. Yeah, that's exactly right. And like, yeah, when you touch on those points, like mental health, obviously a big one as well. So, and yeah, people do just come to the gym for like, I said, if people are living by themselves, they go to the gym to talk, like to talk to us or um, exactly. have a bit of a chat, which is a thing. So, yeah, it's obviously frustrating at the same time, but yeah, obviously understand that we have to wait and see what happens. To be honest, but yeah, I just, as I feel like some things are getting a bit prioritised over our gyms then. 
that when um, yeah, it makes it a bit hard for us sometimes. There's been a lot of backlash. So I mean, there's been like I mean, there's so many people are speaking out about it. So yeah, it's good. I mean, look, it's it's creating more conversation. It's there's more yeah. people like yourself, um, you know, that are just just saying what they want to say and getting their their word out there. And um, yeah. it all makes a difference collectively. So if yeah. everyone does their bit, I think that'll make the biggest difference. Yeah, definitely. That's really good. Cool. This next one, I know you on your page. People should go check it out, what you spoke about the other day. So I really like this one. So how important, <laughs> uh, how important is to look at experts in the industry um, for advice and information that to get yeah, to get your advice or information from? Oh, man, this, this is like, this has ticked me off for a while. And, yeah. and it took a lot for me to upload that video, but I'm so glad that I did. Yeah. Um, just off the back of, like, when you go on and this is the thing. It's great to be inspired. And yep. inspiration is, is phenomenal. I mean, we all look up to people, athletes, people on the internet, whatever. And that's, that is completely okay. Yep. Um, but I think when you're looking at, you know, your body, how it responds to exercise and different ways, um, different reasons people exercise um, and what might be right for people, you've got to start looking at, all right, who is an actual professional accredited coach who's studied this? And who's just on there for a bit of clout and they're just posting things they, they just think are good for them. But when people copy those workouts, they don't know, they don't know if that, that, that sort of exercise prescription is, is okay for them or not. And that's where, you know, injuries come into it. People come um, to the gym and say, Oh, I've been injured because I've been doing this. And you find out they've been doing some thousand squat challenge from some girl on the internet. Like, it's, it's just crazy. And the way that I look at it and if, you know, strength and conditioning, personal training, these are all, you know, trades or um, it's an industry. So if I put on a hard hat and tradie shorts and got my tool belt out and started talking about building houses, am I a carpenter? Like, is that yeah. how that works? Yeah. Like, like, would you take my advice? Everyone would tell me to get lost. Yeah. So, you know, if you've got to think of it the same way and um, you know, it's great people putting out whatever they want. That, yeah that's that's amazing put out what you want on the internet yeah um and you know as long as you send the right message that's okay but i think it's the consumer that needs to think more about um where they're getting their information from and who they're taking it from and the world would be better for it and there'd probably be a lot less issues related to training if they did um yeah as i said if you have a client that comes in and says like hey like uh, or like a beverage store or something like oh like what did you do before and then they said oh i've just like followed this kind of thing on the internet i think um makes it a bit tough for our job as well for yeah when people are putting this stuff out and um it's as i said it's not that structured or um they can or even if they haven't done it like exercise before and they, they said that's where injuries do occur from coming from it as well well it's it's funny because you know now that i've shed a light on this i've it's even made me even more keen on sort of saying and expressing that complicated there's no correlation between complicated and results like people want more complicated stuff mm. everyone wants you know the newest craziest diet or the newest craziest set of exercises or whatever that looks like and there's just no that doesn't mean you're getting any better results than someone who did someone something simple yet effective and yeah. smarter not harder so mm. you know until i think it's it's really good to sort of keep educating people that yeah complex is not always the answer because what looks sexy on the internet is usually complex and crazy yep. um but not necessarily right yeah and that's yeah and then as i said on your video as well like you can pretty much get it from anywhere online youtube uh, instagram like all those platforms too so it makes it even harder um, yeah. for us when we are wanting to structure it and um show them like the right like exercises to be able to do it that way too 100 percent. 
Awesome. What's your tips for when gyms do reopen uh, clients and uh, members to get back to training? Yeah. So my tips, um, I suppose the first one would be not too much too soon. Like, you know, I don't think anyone's been under a, excuse me, under a barbell since March. Yeah. So we've all been doing, you know, home body weight workouts and trying to maintain some level of strength and fitness. Um, so not too much too soon. I think it's actually a really, really good time to just like reset where you're at. Look at where you're at. Look at what deficiencies you might have in movement. Look at what you actually want out of your program, like understanding the goal. Yep. And then let, like actually using this time, right, we've resetted, we're, we're back to square one. Let's start again. What's our goal? And let's knuckle down on the actual goal. Um, you know, when you're training for a long time, it's so easy to just go through the motions or, um, you know, lose sight of why you're actually doing it. So now that everyone's had some time off, it'd be good yep. to go back, have a structured plan, periodize your plan, get a coach to help you with periodizing your plan um, and progressive overload and actually train properly and get to where you want to be. And I think, um, yeah, like I said, it's a big reset for everyone, but I think it will, it'll, everyone wants something when it's gone. Yeah. Um, and so it's going to really, you know, revamp the industry when we open up again. So. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, good points there. So I always, yeah, I always think it's like a reintroduction week as well. So like even just go in, um, like obviously having the sets a bit lower, um, volume a bit lower too as well, um, and a bit of intensity up a little bit, but not as much. So, and then, yeah, just adjust it from there, even for the week and just see how you're pulling up from the week as well. Yeah. But yeah, recovery is probably a big thing when we are coming back to the gym because you will feel a bit sore. After the first week, obviously not doing as much yeah, without the gyms too. So I think that's a really good just to reintroduce yourself pretty much into the gym. That's it. That, that's, that's that, you know, periodizing your, you know, the stuff I do is sort of four week blocks. Yeah. Um, and giving, you, giving your body enough time to adapt, like, you know, too much and no recovery, th there's no time to adapt to the stimulus. Yeah. And for going back under like, you know, good loads, if you can move and you're okay to go back under some load, you are going to feel sore. You are going to feel a bit of the pinch from just doing quality loaded exercise. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's super important to think about structuring your days during the week. Not every day, just working out, you know, how you fit it into your week um, and then building slowly from there. No, that's really good point, Sarah. Awesome. Thank you very much for your time today, Taylor. Um, much appreciated. No worries, mate. I really, really appreciate coming on. It's good. Where can listeners check out uh, you on socials, updates? Yep. Um, so just uh, at Stone Active on uh, Instagram, Facebook, and I don't really use Twitter too much, but yep. um, some stuff gets put out on there. And then I've just uh, started a YouTube channel. Um, yeah. So at Stone Active as well uh, for YouTube. Uh, Stone Active PT, maybe. But um, yeah, there'll be some stuff uploaded on there in the coming weeks. Um, while we're in isolation, may as well commit to all the social platforms. So yeah. uh, no, it's good. Awesome. Um, do you do you still do your podcast or not? The play on radio one. Yeah. Is that? Yeah. No, we uh, we. Oh, it's a funny story. We, we were doing it for a while, and we, and we had some interest from some other um parties. I'll say, yeah. and it was looking really good. Um, and we just we got stuck in this. Like we stopped it for the year. Yeah. Um, needed a bit of a break, and then we just never could quite get it back and running again. And um, you know, I always really wanted to get it going again, but yeah. the person I was doing it with, they were keen, but they, they own the gym that I work at. Yeah. Um, and that he's got his own problems to deal with. So we've kind of yeah. left it. I'm actually thinking about, I'm in the process of um, hopefully starting my own similar one of these 
yeah. um, purely off the back of just it's it's a lot of fun to speak to yeah. like-minded people and um you know it, when you get out when you put your thoughts onto yeah when you put your thoughts out there and talk about stuff it's um it's good for you know your own brain and um you know i'm sure a lot of other people have the same questions yeah. that they want answered so Definitely, because I actually, yeah, I actually, li- actually listened to you. And is it uh, jo- Joss? Is that right? Yeah, Joss. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's that, awesome. That funny. So I, yeah, I forgot. That's a lot of fun. Yeah, a lot of fun. You had some good guests on there, so that was good. Yeah, yeah. I think the last one we had was um, Sam Newman, and he was yeah. a character. <laughs> don't ask me how. Don't ask me how we ever got it to that stage, but um, it's it's incredible what we did in in about ten months. Awesome. Well, yeah, listeners, go back and check Play On Radio's podcast because um, <laughs> I have some good guests for you to um, check out. A legend. I do appreciate that. Yeah, good. At, at Play On Radio on Instagram, it's, uh, there's plenty of laughs to be had. Awesome. Thanks, legend. Thanks, thanks again, mate. Taylor. And awesome, guys. Hope you got some value out of today's episode, which I'm sure you will. So I'll put all Taylor's socials in the show notes and you can go check out his page there from Zav. Enjoy the rest of your day, guys. Cheers.